over the course of time, you will probably hear or even make both of these comments. I hope he or she gets what he or she deserves. We often want justice for others and mercy for ourselves. Or you may even say, he, she, doesn't deserve that. Today we focus on this situation. The crucifixion is the greatest story of injustice that was ever told. It almost feels like Jesus was misunderstood from the day that he was miraculously born. People often thought that his mother was crazy and that he just was someone who was illegitimate. But he wasn't. He was born of God in a miraculous way. And he ushered in the kingdom, which automatically pitted the culture against him. He spent his life teaching, teaching the crowds about the kingdom of God teaching his disciples over and over again, patiently encouraging, strengthening, imploring, and pushing out. He also healed. He healed just about everybody who came to him, those with little cuts and those with cancer. He raised people from the dead. He brought hope everywhere he went. And he showed us really what God looks like. Jesus only rubbed one group of people wrong. But it was a constant rub. We can understand this. Jesus did say that he was God which highly offended the blinded religious leaders. He said that he alone could forgive sin and give life, which flat out made all of these religious folks livid. In fact, that was the deal breaker. They wanted Jesus dead. So they they devised a plan. And then they set it in motion. Jesus did not deserve to die. He did not deserve the inhumane treatment before his death. Jesus did not deserve to have his emotions badgered. Closest friends desert him and deny him. The notorious criminal Barabbas released. The public shouts, jeering. The ridicule, the mocking, and the chanting, crucify him. On top of everything, God forsakes him. Jesus did not deserve to suffer physically. The lack of sleep, 
being tied and blindfolded. Spittle covered him. He was slapped. He was beat with fists. He had a crown of thorns thrust into his head. He was flogged. He was naked. And he was nailed to a cross and crucified. There was nothing more torturous, nothing more demeaning, nothing any one of us could even imagine. So why did he do it? Why did Jesus do all that? Well, because God loved the world. We needed to be rescued. We needed redemption. We needed restoration. You know, in Romans chapter 3, so many of us know verse 23. But I'm going to read a little bit more. For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness. For he himself is fair and just, and he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. Paul also writes in 2 Corinthians, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin so that we might be made right with God through Christ. Christ was our propitiation. Whoa. That's a word you don't use every day. It's a word, though, that's quite theological. It's a word that probably every one of us should understand. But propitiation is a two-part act that involves appeasing the wrath of an offended person and being reconciled to him. Jesus took God's wrath so we didn't have to. Or at least those who put their faith in Jesus so that we might, well, be reconciled. We might have a relationship that's restored. Pretty amazing. 
That's what Jesus did for us. Let's pray. Father, we know that you love us and we know that you care about us. We recognize, God, that you, above all, knew what you had to do to pay our debt. We ask you, Jesus, that you, that you, Father, would help us see clearly all that you did, all that you suffered so that we might be able to call you dad. We're overwhelmed by your love and overwhelmed by your mercy, but so grateful that Jesus died in our place. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen.